Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another scintillating and mesmerizing edition of Mindless Rants and Ravings. I am your host. My name is Rick. Yet again, I won't give my last name out unless this podcast becomes famous and I start making some money, and then uh, then maybe you can get uh, give my name. So uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can. Send an email to mindlessrnr at gmail.com. The, the word and is spelled out, so it's mindlessrandr. So mindlessrandr at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Probably will never hear from anyone, but that's okay. Maybe you accidentally downloaded this, pod, downloaded this podcast because you thought it was someone else's. Maybe I'll just start putting like famous names in the podcast. So when you search for a famous name, you get mine, you click it, and then it's not there. But I got to let you find me. Maybe you like it. But uh, anyway, a little bit about what the podcast is, just stuff that's on my mind. Um, if you hear the background noise, I generally record this podcast in my way either to work or from work. Uh, it's a lengthy drive for me. It's on the way home this evening. Don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but uh, there's no traffic this evening, thankfully. Um, so, but then these podcasts generally run, about, generally run about 20 minutes and get in and out the door as quickly as possible. So, first topic that's on my mind, and if you want to, I wanted to get into this, I just thought of this, and it, it has nothing to do with our actual topic, but I like listening to podcasts and I like downloading them and listening to topics that interest me and funny ones and serious ones and all that stuff. Why does it take so long for someone to get to the content of their actual podcast? Like I'll download a podcast and then I have to fast forward to like five minutes in, 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in, 20 minutes in before I actually get to the content that I want to hear because we're talking about, excuse me, talking about brought to you by this and commercials and ads and blah, 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 blah. Like, hey, if that's how money gets made on it, like, so be it. But we should be able to do, like, skip this ad or something or say, you know, the podcast is one hour and 31 minutes long and the actual podcast starts at 23 minutes so we can get past all that stuff because they get paid by the download anyway. At least I think they do. I don't know because I don't get paid. Anyway... Speaking of getting paid, that is the topic of this particular volume or episode of Mindless Rants and Ravings. It's about money. And specifically about greed in places that there really shouldn't be greed. If that, And I'll try to explain it to you. So A number one on my list is cell phone companies. Nickel and diming you to the absolute to an inch of your life. So, I was... I got a cell phone when it's... You know, when it first became... I don't know, mainstream, I guess is the word. Or, or at the time when everybody started to get them. When it was still called, like, a car phone. And it was... You had a plan of, like, a hundred minutes a month. And if you went over that, it was like an astronomical amount of money for you to talk on this phone. You know, it was shared with my parents. We had one phone. When you drove, it was like, you only call in case of an emergency. That's it. And you'd sneak in a phone call to your friends. Hey, I'm on the road. I'll be at your house in such and such a time. I just want to call you. It's cool to call from the car. Blah, blah, blah. Then came the text message. Like, you could send text messages. And then it was so many cents per text message. 
Some of you that are older that may listen to this, this may blow your mind. Unlimited texting did not exist before. Then, once texting became more and more the way to communicate, rather than talking on the phone, then we started to use data. And I think that's where we're at now is... And we're not even at that point. We're gonna go. We're gonna skip past that, or go past that even. You know, it was data charges and blah 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 blah. And now we're starting to creep over that data thing, and we're starting to say see the unlimited data. But now they get you with the phone. It used to be you'd get a phone, you'd get it at a discount, you'd pay the hundred, two hundred dollars, whatever, and then you'd get your phone and you'd have your plan and you'd move on your way. And then they, they gouge you for every penny and texting or whatever. App downloads, you know, whatever. GPS. Now, they tell you, hey, you can get an iPhone or whatever you, Android, iPhone, whatever you use. You can get it for free when you sign up for a contract. Ah, but wait, it's not free because you have to pay so much per month for that phone. That is the biggest crock of BS I've ever heard. Is they say, oh no, it's nothing out of pocket today. You get your phone, great. And then your cell phone plan that they say is going to be, you know, 160 bucks a month and unlimited data for up to four lines. All of a sudden your cell phone bill is 250 freaking dollars because each phone is an extra 20 bucks a month. So now you add 80 to your 160. All of a sudden you're at a two. And then all the freaking taxes and all the other BS that comes along with it. Now, you're at 250 bucks a month. What? Are you kidding me? That's thousands of dollars a year just to talk on the phone. And what is it with the cell phone companies? I, it must cost an exorbitant amount of money to have like all these towers. And I'm sure it does. To have data flowing back and forth. But, you know, I have a gripe. Or I had a gripe with my cell phone company. I won't say who it is. Um, and we were getting charged overage fees for data. Okay, like you went over this, now it's fifteen bucks for another gig, which is like nothing. When you stream a YouTube video, you want to watch it. God forbid you're not at home on your Wi-Fi, and we'll get into Wi-Fi in a second. But I was racking up charge after charge after charge after charge after charge, and then, I, like months later, I read that they now don't have overage fees anymore. They just slow you down. And I'm like, well, why the hell didn't I get... Why am I still paying overages fees when everybody else does it? And that's when I got into a phone call conversation with them and they said, well, we couldn't change your plan. Well, I think you should have and said it's the same plan but there's no overage fees because they literally were just taking advantage of me for months. None of their other customers had overage fees, but just because I had an old plan, um, I couldn't partake in that particular benefit. And I got a little bit of money back, but it did take quite a... It took like an hour and a half on the phone just to get some of this money back, which I felt was just highway robbery. You know, just because you were grandfathered in or just because you, um, you know, had an old plan, sorry for your troubles, um, you're still paying overage fees. So... That that the, the cell phone plans are just out of control. There's, you know, it's AT&T, Verizon, now T-Mobile, and Sprint are together, and then you got all the other 
you know, rogue boost mobiles and all this other stuff and pay as you go and all this other stuff. I, it's just a, a money grab and I, and I absolutely freaking hate it. So speaking of money grabs, has anyone looked at their internet bill recently? I am so sick and tired of cable companies advertising on $29.99 a month for your internet and blah, 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 blah. I'll tell you what happened to me. I had internet at my house. We do not have cable television. We are cord cutters. We do the Netflix, Hulu stuff. Um, Because we're trying to keep, or we were trying to keep our kids away from watching TV all the time. And then we have Apple TV and all these apps and it just ended up being worse than having cable. But that's okay. But we ended up getting our internet through a company. And there's a data cap on that. What? Like, I was, I'm not okay with getting a data cap on my cell phone, but I kind of understand the, the gist of it a little bit. Like, I understand it, I just hate it. You know, it, but at home, there shouldn't have been, so many people stream at home, they play online games at home, they FaceTime or, or, or video chat with family members. There should not be a data cap at your house. So I call and they're and I'm getting overage charges for that. And they're like, oh well you can do unlimited for an extra, I don't know, fifteen something bucks a month and it's unlimited. What gouge me, gouge me, gouge me. This thirty bucks a month just turned into seventy. And then God forbid your little promotional thing runs out and then you, you crank up. You should not be paying more than like forty bucks a month for internet. And and we need to have good internet in, in this. And I realize that the United States is a big country and there are people that live out in the sticks and there's nobody going to run a cable that far. I get it. You're stuck with satellite or, or whatever or unlimited data on your phone tethering to whatever. I think you could probably spend, it's probably worth your extra money to do that unless you're like an online gamer and then you're kind of screwed. But too much greed when it comes to the cell phone and internet and cable TV providers and all this other stuff. We've got to come back down to reality. And it's going to take a revolt from people. And that revolt has kind of already begun when you start talking about cord cutters. You know, 10 years, 5 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever, like, it seems like, and, the, and this is going to go into the iPhone and Android debate or Apple and everybody else debate. Like, everybody's like, oh, Apple's so stupid. Apple's so blah, blah, blah. They're never on the cutting edge of technology. They may not be, but they tend to do it better than everybody else. Like, I have an Apple TV, and if my kids have a Roku, I wouldn't trade my Apple TV for anything. You know why Apple TV or Apple stuff is better? Because the shit just works. When they say on there it's easy to do, it is easy to do. I bought an Apple Watch because I needed a new watch because mine broke. And I'm like, well, I would spend 150 to 200 bucks on a watch anyway. Why not spend 100 and 5200 on an Apple Watch and do all the other stuff they need to do. I got that watch. I downloaded the app and it was like, boop, and it just, everything worked. All I did was like scan it or so. I can't remember. I scanned it. Didn't even type anything in. Everything is seamless and works. That's good for people that are of my generation. I'm 39 years old. People of my generation whose parents drive you absolutely bonkers when they call you for tech support. I don't understand this. 
my father, bless his heart if he ever hears this, the first time that they got high-speed internet at their house, he had never been on the internet before, okay, ever, and this wasn't that long ago, we're talking like a decade ago, he says, how does it work, and I'm like, how does what work, how does the internet work, what are you talking about, like, he's like, where do I go, he said, just Google something, like, it wasn't really called Googling then, I think it was, I said, you Google search something, or Yahoo search, whatever the hell it was popular back then. And he goes up into the little bar where you type in www.google.com or now it's smarter. Those little bars are search bars now. They figured that out. But back then they didn't. You had to type in the web address and it was www.whatever. He would type in whatever he wanted to see. What if I want to see crocodiles? So I just type in crocodiles? No, you got to search it. They Clearly those web browser companies, the Googles of the world figured that out or the... Firefoxes or Chromes or whatever of the world figured that out. The people were too, like, they they did not have the mental and capacity is the wrong word. They did not have the 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 uh, I don't want to sound bad here savvy tech savvy to be able to understand what you needed to do. But the people of my generation, I guarantee you, anybody between twenty five and forty five understand that they, they had to do tech support with their parents at some point in time. Kids kids these days don't need to do that with the parents because we understand it. So they're lucky. They don't have to do that. Anyway, complete digression to what we're talking about. My apologies. We're still on cor- what I would consider, not, not corporate greed is probably the wrong thing to say, but greed in general. When did the price of a soda become so freaking high? So, you can go to the Costco and get like 32 cans of soda for like 8 bucks, okay? If you go to like a vending machine, it's like a dollar 25 for a bottle of soda. You start doing that math, folks, it doesn't compute. For some reason, people have found a way to punish us for convenience. Does that make sense? Like, if you're at a, your work and you want to get a soda out of the soda machine, you're about to get gouged in the eyes. When you could, you could drive down the street to a gas station that has a fountain drink, pay like 89 cents and get way more, get like two of those whole bottles of soda in a styrofoam cup. It's a complete price gouge. And there are, there is no place worse. There are two places that I thought of when I started thinking about this that price gouge you worse than any place on the planet. The first one is a hotel. What planet are you from? Okay, if you've gone to a hotel and you're at it, most hotels are this way. If you don't have, if you've never seen this before, my apologies, you must have been staying at like, you know, like the Red Basement Inn as opposed to the Red Roof Inn, okay? They have a concierge desk, okay? It's basically the front desk. And you sometimes on the side of the front desk, it's like a cooler, where you get, like, ice cream and soda and, you know, snacky snacks. It used to be in the day you'd have a vending machine on each floor next to the ice machine. You can get what you want and you snack. Now they have it at the concierge. Why? Because they can charge you three freaking dollars for a bottle of soda. What the hell is that about? Are you kidding me? Like, three two seventy five for a bottle of soda? 
Don't worry, we'll charge it to your room. Yikes. And God forbid you get and and you have to walk on eggshells when you go to a hotel because there's so much free so much stuff on that little counter in that room. Like there's the coffee machine and there's a bottled water there. And then there's this and there's that. And it's like they know when you take one of them and then they're gonna automatically charge you. Like you you almost have to look real close and say, complimentary. It's complimentary, complimentary, I'm not too sure anymore. Complimentary in my eyes means free. But we're not... It's almost like it's complimentary that we put it there. Enjoy paying for it when you sign your bill. But I, I just think that hotels have just gouged the living bejesus out of us. It's, it's expensive enough to stay there. Much less have to pay exorbitant amounts of money for a cookie and a soda. I just want a snack and I want a soda. Okay? And it's hard to even find an ice machine on these floors anymore, too, man. Like, I, you know, I remember when I was younger, you go out there in your shorts and no shoes on, you get your ice, you get your soda out of the soda machine, and it wasn't $400 to do it. Speaking of $400, ladies and gentlemen, the worst place I've ever seen this is the airport. You want to talk about having a captive... Ca- captive audience is even the wrong thing. The airport has you hostage. And and that's probably not a bad word to say when it comes to airports. They have you trapped is probably the better way to say it. Trapped. You can't leave because you don't want to go through the TSA line again where they're taking apart your laptop and whatever to get through to get, you know, to get into the place to get on the plane. Holy crap. It's like... Okay, I'll take, you know, some gum. I like to chew gum on a plane because I like to get, you know, your ears pop or whatever on the way out. If you don't know that, chew gum on the plane. It'll help with your ears popping on the way up or down. But when did the prices of this stuff get out of control? Like, holy crap. Sorry, I'm having a smoke. Like, and God forbid you get a drink on the plane. But everything is just an exorbitant amount of money. Like... And, and this is and this goes back to a part of our society of people, really. But, like, Starbucks there at the airport is, like, $5,000 for a coffee. Okay? I don't drink coffee. The only thing I drink from... There's two things I'll drink from Starbucks, so I think you're good. One is their, like, tea with a lot of sugar. They do a pretty decent job with that. And the second is a mocha frappuccino. Let me tell you something. That son of a bitch is good. I don't like coffee, but that thing's pretty good. But when did we as a society think that it's okay to basically spend, I don't know, $50 a week to get a coffee every day, like five days a week, or whatever it is? It's pretty damn close. If you get one of the big-ass coffees, one of the exotic ones, that's a shit ton of money. And they're just taking advantage of you folks, because there is no way it costs that much money. I've watched them make my mocha frappuccino. I have watched them do it. Crushed ice, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, just pour it in a cup. Whipped cream, see you later. Does not take that long to do. And it's not that freaking hard. Okay? They are taking advantage of you. Un-be-freaking-leavable. How much we are, as a society, have just turned a blind eye. And here's another one. Gas prices. Hello? Gas prices. Why the hell are we paying $3 a gallon? I realize inflation, which I never understand anyway. Inflation, all this other crap. But... We're, we're paying like, I paid like $2.89 a gallon for gas. 
like somebody's making money and I am all for electric cars. I, I'm not like a tree hugging hippie here, but I am all for let's get these electric cars done and let's get rid of these gas. Let's get rid of this re- reliance on gas and oil or however this shit is made. Like let's get rid of this, this, this just money grab that is going to the gas station. If you've got an example, and I, the last place I'll talk about, and we're going to end this thing today, is um, for God's sakes, don't go to like Disney World or some or the ballpark. When did it become okay to charge six dollars for a hot dog and a soda? Like when? It, when did that become okay? When did we accept that in society? That's a just a freakish amount of money for for that to eat that. That's just out of control. Try going to Walt Disney World, folks. Family of three, the, you know, to get like a cheeseburger and fries for everybody for the meal, that'll be 50 bucks. Good luck. Insane. Anyway, we're at our, we're at our magic, magic time, about 20 minutes. Just wanted to say thank you for downloading the podcast. And again, any feedback you want to give, you can send it to mindlessrnr at gmail.com. Thanks for downloading. Hope you enjoyed listening to just a little bit of ranting about greed. Um, sure you feel the same way. Maybe you work for one of these companies and you don't feel the same way, but if that's the case, so be it. Anyway, just remember, folks, in this world, if you live by one simple rule, I think it's going to help you out and it'll make your life a little easier. You don't have to be friends with everyone, but it does help to be friendly. Thank you, folks. Enjoy the rest of your day, night, weekend. Thanks for downloading. We'll catch you next time.